Welcome, Welcome to the Service MVP Podcast. This is where you go to learn how to use pure motive service to create higher value to grow your results. Grow your results. And now, here is your host, America's Service Sales Coach, Joe Crisera. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Service MVP Podcast. And I am Joe Crisera, America's Service Sales Coach. And, you know, as you know out there, I am always on the lookout for new talent and people that can help contractors succeed. And I happened to run across uh, this gentleman who are going to have on our show today. Uh, his name is Joseph Hughes from Contractor Dynamics. And I saw a lot of his little short videos and he inspired me. You know, you kind of see Uncle Joe's TikToks. But when you see my TikToks and my reels that are out there, uh, this is the guy who kind of got me uh, kicked in the rear end. I'm like, geez, Joseph, what are you doing out there? And how uh, how can I tap into that energy? And he was so generous enough uh, to give me a few tips, some pro tips. And uh, I, I grew from there. And uh, it's been a huge success. Joseph, first of all, I want to say thank you, first of all, for taking the time and meeting with us here. And thanks for all the help you've already given. You already provided value to our members because all those little short things that they see from me uh, kind of started with uh, you as my source on that. So I want to say thank you. All right. Yeah, you're absolutely welcome. Uh, just, you know, shoot me that royalty check whenever that comes in and uh, we're good to go. Uh, but no, seriously, that's a Jersey, that's a Jersey boy inside of you, right? You got, you got to get paid for everything. No, I'm just teasing you. He, this, guy is, yeah. this guy is yeah. so generous. Seriously. I know he's joking right now, but seriously, uh, yeah, he provides value from the time you meet him. Uh, just, just, just watching and observing him, you get value from him. Uh, Joseph, and sure, I, you never know, Joseph. If there's a if I could, if I could make a profit on this myself, I'd definitely be able to cut you some checks if I could do that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm, just I'm not against sharing the profit. But go ahead, Joseph. Tell us a little bit. Oh, we start by telling us a little bit about yourself and about uh, you know how, how you got in the business of helping contractors uh, succeed with their marketing. That's really what your focus is on. How they can how they can just do the little things. I, I know it's, it's not some big overreach approach you're talking about the little things which are common sense that i really like a lot tell, tell me a little bit about how you got started in that area and how you uh what inspired you to help uh, the service industry uh succeed yeah cool uh we are a marketing training company so like a lot of people listening watching are probably like yeah i've i wasted a lot of money on marketing agencies and buying leads and this that and the other thing and i just don't like this marketing thing is like a four-letter word now i just don't understand it I know it's a crucial part of my business. So we're a training company, much like you guys are, Joe, and your team. Uh, we we equip people and companies with the tools to transform and grow. So we basically teach you how to fish instead of selling you the fish. And uh, man, we've, we're coming up on 10 years of business, Contractor Dynamics, based here in New Jersey, on the opposite coast as, as you. Uh, we've got a team all over the country. And uh, the reason that, well, the reason I'm focused on on the contracting industry is because I grew up in it, as I know a lot of uh, a lot of us did. Uh, grew up in my family's uh, commercial construction business as a, a sixth generation family member. So that business, Hughes Marine Firms, is 128 years old this year. And so I grew up in that. Got to got to learn to love that. And uh, I struck out on my own about 10 years ago because I wanted to create something of my own, as I know a lot of the entrepreneurial listeners will uh, will relate to. And I uh, had a passion for marketing, saw the gap for marketing in the construction industry, which there there still is. So yeah, we, we train contractors on how to do their own marketing, how to run their own content, how to generate their own customers, how to build their brand, how to get more people to know who they are. And uh, we have a lot of fun doing it. So that's a, that's a quick overview. 
Yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I really like the approach too, Joseph. It's that you're training people how to do marketing. Because I truly believe that the owner of the company, uh, that job of picking his brand, which is at the top of the pyramid, I say that the brand is like the promise that we're making to the community. Uh, and I don't think that ever gets away from the ownership or the top echelons of the company to make sure we're communicating the brand to the in a way that uh, is personal and customized uh, to the community, right? And so I think, uh, I don't think it can ever be handed over to some guy in Florida or Texas or California or even in New Jersey. You couldn't find somebody locally who would understand the business like the owner. Uh, today, we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, so I'd like to hear more about that training element. You could probably tell us. Uh, today, we're going to do the three biggest mistakes when it comes to marketing your business and mistakes that, which I'm sure a lot of people are going to be familiar with because every marketing, every contracting business or service business, including ours, uh, has made these mistakes. And definitely, I can't wait to hear uh, not only what the mistakes are, but also what are some of the things that a contractor could do to uh, avoid uh, overspending and making you know, making those mistakes and getting on the right path to begin with. Uh, so tell me a little bit about the the training element and, and the this is not this is a training for you, not a done for you service you're talking about. So tell me a little bit about that and also tell me about these big mistakes. So what's number one, would you say? And also tell me a little bit about how the training element works into that. All right. Yeah. I'll start, I'll start with the training and then get into the, uh, the, the mistakes there. And I, I'll frame this up in, in the lens of like, I know like marketing can be this very scary, intimidating thing, right? Someone listening, watching to this is like, Hey, I run a service business. I run a contracting business. Like I'm not a marketing expert. How am I supposed to like learn how to do this? It doesn't have to be complex. I think a lot of marketing agencies and people online will try to sell you on the fact that like they've got the secret sauce. It's this very complex, like backend stuff. And you'll, you'll never be able to figure out. So you have to pay me to do it. At its essence, really, like you said, Joe, it is your reputation. It's your brand. It's getting people to know who you are and getting people to know, like, and trust you. At the end of the day, it's very, very simple. And for most companies, regardless of whether you're a startup or a $100 million company or anywhere in between, like, the goal is just to wake up every day and say, hey, how can I get more people to know about us? And, and that's really like what it comes down to. So we ran a full service agency for seven years from 2013 through 19 and, you know, built websites and ran ads and did SEO for companies and things like that. We built up a, a nationwide, you know, agency and it was great. Uh, what we saw, however, in 2018 was like we had a bunch of clients that were doing really well with the services that we were providing and the ads we were running. And then we had a bunch of other clients that were paying us every month, but uh, they weren't collaborating. Like they weren't creating any of their content. They weren't, they didn't care about marketing. They just wanted to kind of outsource to us and, and, you know, have us produce magic. And, you know, 2015, 2016, that worked, you know, it's pretty easy. Nowadays, there's just so much more noise out there. So in 2018, 2019, we said, all right, well, in order for a contracting company to be successful, they can't just outsource this stuff. Like they have to be doing some of their brand building and their content, a lot of it in-house, right? So that's where we completely shifted our, our model from a done-for-you agency into a, a training company where you know, we train we train you on how to do it yourself because it's that it's that important to do that. Like I think a lot of companies today, this might be the first mistake is um, a lot of companies just want to throw money at the problem, right? Like you don't know how to do marketing and you just want to pay someone a few grand a month or, you know, whatever it is. 
and have them like produce leads for you and sales for you. And that just does not work. Like it's not about, it's not about having the biggest marketing budget. It's about how you can get people to know who you are and how you can differentiate by, you know, showing off your team and telling your story and sharing your, uh, your process and, and showing off your, you know, video testimonials from your clients and your customer reviews and, and just building that trust and building yourself up as a risk-free option to do business with. And so, you know, all the money in the world is not going to solve that problem. You've got to be dedicating some time to it. And if you're looking for a solution there in, in terms of like the mistake being too many companies just throw a bunch of money at it. Okay. The solution would be invest six to 10 hours a week every single week to market your business, to build your brand, to get people to know who you are. Now that can be social media, that can be going to BNI uh, networking events, that can be uh, you know, building business, building relationships, going to coffee with people, other contractors, like that sort of thing. Uh, and it can be everything in between, but someone in your company, whether it's you as the owner or it's a spouse or it's an in-house marketing person or admin person, someone in your company should be focused on marketing for six to 10 hours a week, every single week. And that's going to make a big difference. I'm not saying you can't, you know, spend money to help have someone, you know, run some Google ads or SEO, some of the technical aspects, right? Like that, that helps for sure. But like, you should be the general contractor of your marketing. You should not just sub it out to a bunch of random subcontractors who don't know your business, who frankly don't care about your business, right? You've got to general contract your marketing. Otherwise it's going to be a complete mess. You, you got to be sense. able to communicate. Yeah. Only, you know, how you would speak from the heart and so you have basically marketing is a conversation you're having with potential clients uh and i always say you're speaking from the heart as to the motivation as to why you're even in the business that you're in and uh it's for a third party to understand your motivation to help your community and your clients uh that's where the disconnect is that you know truthfully i'm guilty of that too and you probably are <laughs> have been too that but it's like man maybe i just pay more somebody would dig in and learn about our business like it gets down to why i like i remember hiring people for several hundred thousand dollars and yeah this is enough money where they should be able to dig in and sure enough they just uh it fell short and i i do that's why i'm doing tiktok and stuff like that myself because it's like uh you know what only i can speak about the way i can help contractors and uh, i think that's why you do these tiktoks and stuff like that too which are uh, small little bites that people get to learn about you and that's what i did i like you sold me before i even met you truthfully i uh i just had a good sense of who you were i felt like i got to know you you're speaking from the heart and uh i can tell when people are doing that i can tell the authenticity behind it all right joe well that is a good one because uh, i think like you're saying a marketing assistant or somebody who could place the advertising is a good idea uh you but you got to be the person who is uh you know saying the things that you want to say to the market the promises you're trying to make to your community in a way about how you're going to do business joe what is number two if you can uh move on from there sorry about that i hate to move rapidly through this but this is a we have a show these podcasts are only 20 minutes i wish we i start them thinking we should be longer but then people are telling me that it's the shorter is better so i'm going to see how that works joe what's number two would you say yeah, you actually teased it already, Joe. We didn't we didn't prepare for this, but uh you said that I sold you before you even, you know, we even like met. And that's what you want to do with your marketing, right? The mistake would be waiting until you need business to start marketing. Marketing is not about going out and hunting for someone today who is ready to get their HVAC system replaced or ready to get a roof or whatever it is, right? If you want that, you're going to have to cold call, go knock on doors or, you know, whatever it is. And, and that's never a good situation to be in. 
you've got to, I call it digging your well before you're thirsty. Okay. So start digging your well now because the work that you do now is going to come back to you in 30 days, 60 days, 90, 180 days. So spring season is coming up, right? So now, for example, is the time to start planting these seeds, to start building those relationships, to start getting people to know who you are so that when March and April comes along, then you're in a good position. You've already put out your content. You've already gotten people to know you. You've already gotten people to see you as someone that's different, not just any old contractor or any old service company. The mistake is waiting until you need it, waiting until you need to need water to start digging your well. Whereas the solution is to start digging your well now so that when you need water in 60 days, then you've already got that water flowing and you could just go into that well and get as much as you want. When you dig that well, like you're talking about, Joe, uh, tell us about how, I mean, seriously, I teach sales training. So, I mean, a little bit of, I hate to say this because it's kind of like a, a conflict of interest for what I That's teach, okay. right? Yeah. Uh, but but I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what, this is interesting that I found that, well, you're right. When I start doing what you're talking about and just following, following your lead and you kind of led me in this direction, that now the sales conversations aren't having to sell people. They're coming to me saying, yeah, I'm ready to buy. I, I, I just need to get the prices. I already want to, I know we're going to use you. We already, we already have it in the budget for you. We just need to figure out what the exact budget is right now. And uh, have you found that to be uh, true, Joe, when uh, you do number two and you dig that well ahead of time and people get, get people the familiarity with the company and the brand that they can speak from the heart. They know what, what you're all about. That that sales process. How much? What is? How does that affect the sales process? Is a good question. I guess. Oh, it's 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 night and day. I mean, so for example, right now this morning, I have two I have two leads in my inbox. So one of them is from a guy who someone had just uh, tagged me in a Facebook group yesterday, and this guy reached out. He has no idea, you know, who I am, what we do, that sort of thing. Okay, so that's one lead. And then we have another one that's like, hey, Joseph, I've been following you for a while. You know, I, I need help with my marketing. I'd like to talk. So like, which one am I going to get back to first? Like which one number, has a number higher two, number two? I'll take number two on that one. Yeah. Which one has a higher likelihood huh? of closing? You know, which one's going to be, you know, not just closing, but like, which one's going to be a better customer, better client, because they're already bought into like our way of doing things. It's night and day. So yeah, there's my example right there. Man, you are uh, like a brother from another mother. I can't even believe this. Uh, you know, my family originally is from New Jersey too. You never know. We might be, might have a really small relate, maybe overlap somewhere. That you just never know. Uh, oh, I didn't uh, know that. Joe, okay. Joe, yeah, from Trenton, New Jersey. That's uh, okay. that area. So, Capital, yeah. Move on now. And that's a great advice that uh, the familiarity of it and it's kind of pre-sold now. It's like people, are, they sold before you even met them. As opposed to get stranger customers who are now shopping for everybody. They kind of got this familiarity with your brand. That's why I think the, the impact of the brand is such an important factor because it does put the grease on the sales process for sure. And people people sold themselves before they even got there. Number three, Joe, what are we talking about here? What would you say the third, third biggest mistake is? All right, man, there's so many I can list. But uh, um, so number three would be uh, waiting till or wanting to like wait till everything's perfect and, and lined out before you do it. Right. So. Uh, you don't have to have like a professional video crew. You don't need to have, you know, all your ducks in a row. You don't need to have the perfect website. You don't even need to have a website. Okay. Just get out there. And, and one way to do it is get out there on social media. Like we talked about at the beginning, Joe, uh, get on camera. Guess what? Everyone's scared to get on camera. I, I am too. I still am nervous about it, but I've been doing it for a bunch of years. I've gotten the reps in, I get comfortable with it. And I know that the impact it has on, on our, on our market and on our business, on the people that we get to work with. So if you can get out of your comfort zone and get on camera and just start 
getting the reps in. It's like going to the gym. You don't go on, you know, January 1st and you're not going to, you know, uh, have any personal records at the gym. You've got to go, you've got to show up day in and day out, week in and week out, and then you get stronger at it. You get better at it. Those weights never get lighter. You just get stronger. You just get more capable of doing it. So don't wait. Don't wait. Do it today. If you're listening to this, watching this, do it today. Do something today. Get on your smartphone. Get on video. Talk about the services that you provide. Help people solve problems. Give them some education and just go from there. Just get started. You've got to start. And that's uh, that's where a lot of people just, they don't start, you know? They, they, they wait for perfection. It's, it's progress, not perfection, right? You're not going to get, and truthfully, if it was perfection, it probably wouldn't be you because no, you're probably not perfect, right? It's like, it's like no. it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be authentic anymore. You'd be taking away that number two aspect of it, which is that authentic you that you're getting there, right? And you're losing right. that authenticity when it's too slick in a way. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Like even on stage, I've gotten up on stage and talked about, you know, I opened up with how nervous I am and things like that. And that just immediately kind of breaks down that barrier and people can connect with you. So authenticity is, 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 is so key. Yeah. It's like sharing your feelings about the, the way things are. And, you know, truthfully, when I, when I took your lead and started doing it myself, I noticed that like, I'm like, man, I, like I look awful on camera. All right. I sound I, like, I didn't like the sound of my own voice. I like the way I looked. I'm like, screw it i'm just doing this and uh and then i started modifying i guess i got a program that does subtitles for me and i'm like that's pretty cool and then i got you know i found a way to make my face look a little bit prettier at the over the long <laughs> <laughs> so then i'm like uh oh, okay i can live with this and then truthfully nobody gave a crap it really i, right. I was like i'm way over uh, but I, I think the biggest thing i did like you're saying is that kind of like i'm just gonna do i'm gonna take something that happened today i think a good tip would be guys I don't know what you think of this, Joe, but I'll give a pro tip here myself. I, from my own, from listening to you and what I learned from you is that take a problem that you're currently going through today and how you solve that problem and make that problem public as content for your, uh, what do you think of that advice, Joe, to use that as sort of a content idea generator? What do you think that? I mean, that's the, that's the best, absolutely. So you take the FAQs that you're getting from your customers, from your market, from other people, like how does this work? Or how do I make a, a good decision about this? How do I choose a better, uh, the, you know, the best contractor for my job or whatever it might be and just answer questions. A lot of times I'll sit here right here in my studio at the end of the day and just kind of recap my day and I'll, you know, pull out my phone and I'll do a, a little Instagram reel or story or Facebook. And I'll just say, Hey, you know, we helped this client out with this problem today, this challenge. And I know this is a common thing that a lot of people go through. So I want to help you out with it too. And like, it's as simple as that. You don't need to like write a script or anything like that. Just kind of recap your, your day, but like frame it in terms of like, how is your audience going to benefit from this info? Um, and if you frame it in that lens and you're that you're going to always like be putting out valuable content. Yeah, and I think that, you know, we could have taken a lead from TV stations that have known this for many years that the viewer really has about an attention span of about 17 seconds. So even 30 seconds is like forever. Uh, you know, I do 60 seconds on those things. I, some of them I do, but I, and I, and I realized that even when I'm doing, I'm like, yeah, that is kind of, even, I used to think like five minutes was short, but truthfully, uh, I start realizing that even 30 seconds. So I'm now I'm trying to figure out how to get into 15 seconds. So if you got something, that's just an idea, 
a lesson that you learned from a mistake that your company made, you say, here's something that a common mistake that roofing companies or heating companies make. Uh, but at our company, here's what we did to off offset that. So we're going to do this for you as our community to practice. It takes 17 seconds, 15 seconds. That I think the attention span of the average person, you got to realize that uh, – you know, this thing you're putting out there, it may not be perfect, uh, but it's, uh, you know, showing people that you're putting thought into creating solutions for your community. That's really what business is about. Without creating solutions, it's really nothing, right, Joe? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you're you're helping people solve problems. I know you talk about that in your sales process, uh, uh, the pure motive, right? Like go, going through uh, the whole process and you're not just selling, a, you know, an air conditioning unit or a roof. Like you're really truly helping people solve their their problem so absolutely so joe uh tell me what's in your heart why is it so what triggers you as your peer motive i know I, I got our own peer motives for the contractors and we have ours too uh for service mvp but tell us uh a little bit about joseph hughes and the motivation that gets you up every morning to to make these TikToks and hit facebook and then still do a full-time job working with your clients to teach them and train them well what's the thing that motivates you what gets what's the reason what's what are some reasons why you find it so uh, important and you have so much passion for this joe because i struggled as a business owner the first three years um because i i try to figure i thought i had to figure out everything on my own i thought somehow my business model was unique and i had to i had to figure out all on my own and maybe that's my blue collar kind of work ethic coming through and it wasn't until i kind of tapped into you know my first uh, mastermind group got my first business coach three years in i was like wow like my problems are not unique like i don't need to figure out everything on my own right so let me get out of my own way let me trust other people let me leverage the experience of others i'm not going to eliminate all the mistakes of course but can i limit them can i limit the downside can i shorten my learning curve uh can i get in a community of people that really understand my problems and and realize that like hey we all go through the same stuff and that's that's a big part of it i know there's so many business owners out there uh and other leaders just trying to figure things out right whether it's business whether it's managing business and building a family and trying to stay healthy and all those things like it's all it's all connected so i just like to share my experiences that have worked for me because i know that other people go through a lot of the same you know challenges upsides downsides that sort of thing so yeah, if I can help people on their journey, like that's, if I can help one person with, with a piece of content, then that's, uh, you know, shift their mindset around a particular thing or believe in themselves a little bit more or get out of their own way. Like that's uh that's a win every day. What's that like for you when you get feedback from clients that have said, Joe, your service has really helped me. Well, what's that like when they give you that kind of feedback for you? What's that? Is that, is that the home run you're looking for? Or is that, is that, uh, is that really what you're at there? What do you think? Yeah, uh, it, words of affirmation are my love language. So like if you say thank you or if you let us know that, you know, getting a client to the point where they're generating more sales and making more money, like that's cool. You know, that's great. Uh, we have young clients who, have, you know, or they're hiring their first employee because of, you know, the guidance that we've given them. And now they can, uh, you know, now they can, you know, take some more time off or maybe they don't have to work 14 hours a day. Maybe they can spend more time with their family or they can, you know, we had one client in Texas. He's actually a, a full-time contracting company owner and a full-time fireman. A couple of his uh, firemen in his department passed away in a fire and he was able to take a couple of weeks off and, and whatnot. His business still ran because he was, you know, he had people in place. He had processes in place. He was generating business because of the, the training and coaching that we provided. So that's like life-changing stuff. So that's a, that's a, that's an awesome impact. That is, that's, that's really rewarding. Uh, I don't think anything can replace that 
feeling that you've helped another person and and just change your life in a way. And so give us a little verbal, uh, a verbal picture, paint a verbal picture for us as to if somebody does uh, in this training process. Now, one, uh, two, two, quite a combination question here. One is that if people are currently have a digital platform or using a digital company, it sounds like you're helping them use that platform better. Not, it's not like a replacement for somebody who's already got a digital firm, uh, maybe have their website or Facebook ads. You're just going to help them kind of communicate with inside that framework. Is that sound, am I on the right page or do you, is that something that you, uh, you want to provide that framework to, or do you have that available? And then how's that work there? Yeah, it could be a little both. So like we, we train our, we train contractors on how to do their own marketing. It's a 12 month program. Uh, and I will say at least half of our clients that we're training, they're also, they're still working with like an outside marketing agency, whether it's like Google ads or SEO and things like that. We really focus on the social end of things, helping them create that content to build their brand, uh, run social media ads on Facebook and Instagram, generate those leads, mm -hmm. you know, recruit people to join their team. And so, yeah, that's part of it. So for example, we have a new client out in California, actually they're, they're doing a lot and they're spending, you know, several grand a month on Yelp ads, which are just not producing, you know, they reallocated their Yelp budget into us and to social media advertising. So they're, you know, they're not just generating random leads from Yelp, but they're generating leads through their brand, through people seeing their content. So it can be a combination, uh, but I would say. Yeah, I mean that that's a valid point. Like our clients that understand marketing, now they can more effectively work with an agency and say, "Hey, here's how we're going to collaborate. I'm going to call you out on your BS if you're giving me the runaround or, you know, I, I need I need to have better tracking and reporting because I need to know my numbers." You know, there's so many companies out there that are, you know, paying a marketing agency to do marketing and they're not getting reports. They don't understand their numbers. They don't know what they're getting from their their money and it's uh it's just like this big black hole. It's this big, like yeah. uh, unknown. In a way, you're like the uh, liaison between the, you know, if, if even even if I'm like you, you're teaching these things here, but you're also going to be able to say, hey, you should be getting, you should be a, kind of a keeper of the KPIs and saying, hey, if you're not getting this, tell them this or whatever, kind of helping with that little bit of a mentoring because there's that missing piece. Like, I don't know what they should be doing. And you would know more of that kind of a middle piece there that to give advice uh, to people about that. That's really a neat. And whether you use your resources, which I'm sure that you do have, correct? Is that if somebody needed a whole thing you say, oh, we can give you resources of people that will do this for you. We will, uh, you know, get teach you how to, how to use those resources apparently. And you can, if you have your own resources already, we'll teach you how to use those too. Is that, that sound like on the right page there? Yeah, we have trusted partners that we refer, you know, if someone needs SEO or a website or whatever it is, we have partners that that we refer just because we we know them and we we trust them and we have 100% conviction in them. So absolutely. That's great. But yeah, like, I mean, there's we had, we have a company out in Iowa. I was out there this summer visiting them. They're spending 100 grand a, uh, a year on on Google ads and they're like they don't they don't they don't even know what they're getting. They don't even know how to read the report. So we'll sit down with them and, you know, we're not at odds with that marketing agency, but like, Hey, you know, once you get better reporting, this is how you need to track. This is what questions you need to ask. Like you should demand that you're having, you know, weekly phone calls with them to understand your data. You're spending six figures on this stuff. Like it needs to be producing, you know? Right. Um, right. What is the process to work with you? I mean, it said 12 months. I think I heard you going to whisper out there. We leak it out there for us. Tell us a little bit about the, the glide path that when you work with contractor dynamics, what does that glide path look like for contractors? And uh, is it only 12 months or is it ongoing? Tell me a little bit about that. 
I mean, yeah, we're happy to work with you forever if you want. Uh, but yeah, it's 12 month initial commitment. I mean, we want you to be bought into this, this idea of like, we're going to help you build out a marketing machine in your business uh, and, and train your people, you know, train your sales reps if they're going out to create content as well. But it's, it's heavily focused on one-on-one -on -one training with our, our marketing trainers. Uh, heavily focused on that, where you you'll they'll build you a game plan for the entire year, and throughout the year you'll meet on a cadence of every every week or two, and continue to 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 build that out and to run it. Uh, then we have small group calls. We have um, we have private Facebook group. We have a whole online university, and then we also included in all that is uh, business coaching from an active eight figure contracting company owner. We added that in this year, Joe, because we realized that. Our clients have, uh, you know, challenges that are not just marketing related. So we brought in, um, brought in a guy named Ben Fisher who uh, owns a successful contracting company, and he's a part-time member of our team. And he'll provide coaching to our our clients on, you know, personnel, HR, financing, finances, you know, margin, things like that, sales process. So we do a little bit of that as well, included in our in our program. Well, Joe, it's uh, all, as they say, a good a good meeting starts on time, but a great one ends on time. A little bit late for that because uh, I'm so I, I could talk to you for hours, uh, and the, our time is up. But go ahead and tell people how uh, yeah. how can how can a contractor get involved with Contractor Dynamics, and what do they do? How do they get a hold of you? Yeah, simple contractordynamics.com. We got all our socials linked there. We got a YouTube channel, podcast, all the everything there. You can follow our content. We got a lot of free training, ton of free training out there, just as you do. So. Uh, yeah, get a taste for that. Feel free to reach out. If you want to hop on a Zoom call, we can help you out with some insights there. All right, Joe. Well, again, thank you so much for taking your time and uh, enlightening our listeners to uh, uh, some of the things, the biggest mistakes they could make. And uh, my greatest hope is that you're going to help them avoid those mistakes. And I would definitely highly recommend. Here's what all I can tell you is that uh, I have uh, Joe gives me the feeling like uh, just by watching him and seeing him work that he's kind of undefeated in creating value because I know that he's not going to get outworked. He's not going to stop the effort. Really marketing companies or people who teach you how to do marketing only fail when the effort stops, truthfully. I mean, because marketing is an effort. It's not like, it's not ever perfect the first time you do something. It's going to take time to kind of adjust. And I think that's what really impresses me, Joe, about you is that you are relentless in that effort uh, to make sure that contractors get across that goal line. That's a great point. Yep. We have an amazing team that, uh, that, that enables that. So, uh, yeah, that's a huge point. So thank you, Joe. I appreciate it. The privilege is mine. Uh, thanks for having me on. Thank you so much, Joe. We'll see We'll see you next time. We'll see you on Facebook. Okay. All right. See you on the socials.